Welcome back to another episode of Our Maryland's Politics and Policy Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Leatherberry. This week, we'll be discussing voter empowerment in Maryland with Natasha Murphy, Deputy Director of Advocacy for Black Girls Vote. In November 2016, 90% of Black women voted for Hillary Clinton. In Alabama last December, Doug Jones narrowly beat out Roy Moore in one of the most closely followed U.S. Senate elections of last year. This was largely due to the fact that 98% of Alabama Black women voted for Doug Jones. Following this historic election, an unprecedented number of Black female candidates have launched campaign or re-election efforts in the state. Just this week, Georgia voters in the Democratic gubernatorial primary chose former State House leader Stacey Abrams to become the first Black woman to be a major party nominee. Black women as a voting bloc and as candidates have become a political force to contend with. Though Black women being involved in politics and a fight towards equal rights is not new, the opportunity and support for Black women to run for office and boost voting efforts is and has been growing in the past several years. Political activist and leader Angela Davis is quoted as saying, Black women have had to develop a larger vision of our society than perhaps any other group. They have had to understand white men, white women, and Black men. And they have to understand themselves. When Black women win victories, it is a boost for virtually every segment of society. Reflecting Davis's sentiment is Black Girls Vote, a nonpartisan Baltimore-based organization that was founded in 2015 to empower Black girls and women to become civically engaged and to represent the concerns and interests of Black women. Since its inception, Black Girls Vote has registered thousands of Marylanders to vote and has consistently created civic education and engagement opportunities for women of color. Currently affiliated with college campuses and high schools throughout Maryland, Black Girls Vote plans to take their message of empowerment through political involvement nationwide. Here to speak with us more about Black Girls Vote is Natasha Murphy, Deputy Director of Advocacy. Welcome, thank you for joining us. Great, thanks so much for having me, Tracy. So tell us a little bit more about Black Girls Vote. What is the organization's mission? Um, where did the idea come from? Um, what can you tell us about it? Sure, definitely. So Black Girls Vote is a nonpartisan, nonprofit organization based right here in Baltimore. And it's our mission to engage, educate, and empower women of color to use our collective voice and our voting power to institute policy that's going to adequately improve the lives of not only black women, but black communities as a whole. And the organization really came about back in 2015 as a result of some of the unrest here in Baltimore. Um, a lot of the issues that our founder, Nikedra Robinson, saw in the community around you know, economic development and education and just access to opportunity, the root cause and really the root solution of those are rooted in policy. And so we wanted, recognizing that black women are the most loyal and active voting bloc as a demographic, we wanted to translate our voting power into policies that were going to better our communities. Could you tell us some more about the core outreach demographic? Sure. Um, I know you mentioned that black women are the most loyal but were there any other reasons why you all decided to focus on black women at a community level, at a neighborhood level? 
Yes, definitely. So as you mentioned, of course, um, black women delivered the presidential election in 2008 and then again in 2012. And it was looking at that data and just knowing kind of the strength and amazingness of <laughs> black women is really what drove the focus of black girls vote to focus on African-American women as a voting block. But also in particular, we're really focused on our younger voters, that kind of 18 to 29 year old set. And in the past, the voter turnout in that population has been you know as consistent as some of our older more seasoned women and so we really wanted to engage and kind of mobilize that demographic to really hit the polls and to enact some of the changes that that demographic wants to see and how do you educate women about being civically engaged what sort of advocacy efforts do you all have here? Sure. So one of the biggest kind of successes and keys behind some of our education and outreach activities is really meeting people where they are. We try to catch folks in their community in some of these non-traditional settings. I know back in 2016 when Beyonce came here to Baltimore, we did a tailgate outside of M&T Bank Stadium to, you know, engage with folks and kind of catch them off guard with like, hey, yeah, we're all here to see Queen Bee, but are you also registered? <laughs> and one of the key messages that we try to impart onto people is the fact that policy impacts every aspect of your life, you know, from where your kids go to school to, you know, your prospects for a job is really tied back to some of the decisions that our elected officials make. And so it's important to make sure that your voice is being heard when it's time to elect those folks. We do hear a lot about engagement, especially of aged 18 to 29 year olds and especially for people of color. Um, what is your overall vision for Black Girls Vote? What sort of landscape do you all want to create? So I, one of the big visions for Black Girls Vote is really to kind of cultivate that informed voting block. But in addition to that, you know, making sure folks are armed with the information they need to actually hit the ballot box, we want to take it a step further and really keep individuals engaged across the spectrum of the democratic process. So not only, you know, every four years when it's time to actually cast your ballot, we want to make sure that black women as a whole are holding our elected officials accountable, as I mentioned, for the policy that is going to improve our communities. Speaking of our communities, in the past there have been many organizations that try to reach out to communities of color. Many are somewhat unsuccessful. As you alluded to, they'll come in every four years. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm curious as to how you all do some of this sustained engagement. What, what sort of things do you want uh, your community to get involved with outside of every federal election. Sure. So we, as, as you mentioned, yeah, we definitely don't want to be one of those organizations that, you know, kind of like the politicians where they pop up, you know, right before it's time for <laughs> folks to actually hit the ballot box. And we, you know, in the election off years, we definitely kind of beef up our civics education programming. So a lot of times we'll be in, you know, elementary and high schools, really engaging with young people, setting that stage early on and kind of building and setting that seed to let them know that it's important to be engaged and so that's something that you know we maintain active with on non-election years. And I know we've we've mentioned a lot about engagement. Mm -hmm. uh, I think one of the special things about Black Girls Vote is that there's an empowerment aspect. Yes. Um, you mentioned that you go into high schools and you try to start uh, young Black women early. Mm -hmm. What have you seen in terms of 
how they feel empowered? I mean, what what sort of ways have you seen that they exercise um, yes. this sort of power? So particularly when we hit that high school level, we really do try to, and as you mentioned, you know, engage those younger voters. And here in Maryland, you can register at 16. And while they, everyone knows that, okay, you know, you can't vote until you're 18. We're trying to kind of use that two years prior to, to really kind of get them interested in the process. And so definitely looking at the long road here. You know, a lot of times when we first go in, they're like, oh, I don't want to hear about voting. I'm not interested in politics. You know, that's, I'm too young to really be a part of the process. And so when you really do sit down with them and just kind of ask those questions of like, well, what are you, what are you interested in? What are you passionate about? And linking it back to the underlying policy and just kind of helping them make those connections, that's when you really see the light bulb go on and be like, oh, okay, well, you know, maybe this voting thing is something I should be paying attention to. Maybe maybe they can make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> so I know you all are based here in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Could you talk about any plans you have in Maryland or some specific activities that you all do in this area? Yeah, yeah so, um, yes, we are currently headquartered here in Baltimore, and we recently just established our first collegiate chapter at Morgan State University, so that was a fantastic um, achievement and opportunity and as a result of that there has been quite a bit of interest and you know kind of expanding particularly the collegiate model to different campuses across the country so we're still focused you know a little bit on Maryland just kind of securing up some of the processes and procedures but we're definitely looking to expand to the larger DMV area as well as really the whole nation eventually globally but particularly you know just focus on Maryland with the upcoming June 26th primary this past week we held a lieutenant governor's forum here at our new headquarters and that was an opportunity for the candidates to come out and really, A, hear from the community, but also share their vision for what their um, kind of ticket or slate, what promises were they making to the African-American community, and really kind of laying out their case for why black women should turn out for them. So it was a great event, and we you know, heard a lot of positive feedback. Great. Um, so it, it sounds like you all are growing, and I'm sure that there are a lot of listeners who would like to get involved. Um, what are the best ways to get involved with Black Girls Vote? Sure. So one of the best ways to kind of join us as we educate, engage, and empower is to first follow us on social media. We are at Black Girls Vote on Facebook, Instagram, and, and Twitter. And you can also go to our website, www.blackgirlsvote.com, and sign up for our newsletter. And there's also an opportunity to sign up to be a volunteer. Great. Well, thank you so much, Natasha. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about Black Girls Vote. Um, Hopefully, we'll get some of our listeners to volunteer with you guys and get ready for the primary in June. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you. For more information about Black Girls Vote, you can visit their website at blackgirlsvote.com. As always, thanks for listening to the Our Maryland Politics and Policy Podcast. See you next time.